0: Potential potential their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, hone, and display your talent, shoot them an email at thebehindthewheelmorningshow at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or know of an entrepreneur, a small business owner looking to advertise in the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. i not, we're going to go with we. We now have, we going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's K-O hyphen F-I forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So shout out to Latoya Shantae, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited about our next guest. I became familiar with her from a friend on IG whom I never met before. Ruth Jensen, a white woman out in California, dog lover, reminds me of another woman that I know in California, dog lover and great people. Ruth always sends me the good, good stuff. So she sent me this video of this woman in a bathrobe, the head wrap on the rooftop doing a rant. Oh my God. I thought it was funny. It was hilarious to me and so i was like yo thank you roof this is, this is what i need you know a little levity sometimes to ease the tension." and so i reached out to her like hey maybe perhaps she would like to be on the show who knows and she responded in the affirmative yo i was so psyched i said roof guess who's gonna be on the show she said who i said data goldberg <sighs> get out Oh, my God. So I'm excited. Let me shut up now. Tune into the show. If you haven't already done so, please go rate and write a review on Apple Podcasts. Enjoy the show. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley. And today we are privileged to have a special guest. She has performed all over the country, all over the world for that matter. She's uh, one of the first individuals to actually be blocked by the president on Twitter. We'll get into why that was. But give it up for Dana Goldberg. Derek, how are you? I'm doing well. That is
1: a fabulous photo you. Thank you. Isn't she beautiful? She's beautiful. I don't know if he will be able to see that. She is a beautiful woman. I don't know who she is, but it was a painting I saw in a store, and it was one of those things that I actually left the store, and -hmm. I got to the car, and I was like, I'm not leaving her in there. She needs to come home with me. She needs to come home. (laughs) She came home with me. Yeah, she came home with me. Uh, I love that you are literally behind the wheel, not moving, but you do have a seatbelt on. Like, you actually have your
0: seatbelt on. Yeah, I don't know. I I just figured, be safe, than sorry. You know, I got my mask, too, if it makes you feel really, you
1: know, comfortable. It makes think, me feel very comfortable. I feel like people should be wearing their mask and their seatbelt, even if they're not moving. Just Not moving. Themselves.
0: Yeah. I could probably give this to, to the Dems. They might be able to wear this with their shente um, cloth. But anyhow. There you
1: go. Oh, God, that was, I mean, I tell you what, I love my Dems, but what the fuck were you thinking at that moment? Like, that was the worst photo op. I'm like, come on, Schumer, let's go, Pelosi. Like, get two podiums when you speak and don't wear those for a photo op. That is, yeah. it was just a bad choice.
0: I just said, okay, well, uh, thanks for playing. But um it is I I was so honored to be able to have you on the on, on the show. I was inboxed from a, a friend in, in California, Ruth Jensen, and she said, You gotta check this young lady out. You gotta check her out. You gotta check out. So she sent me the rooftop rant. I said, Oh my god, yo, these are like hilarious. Thank and you. and I've been I've been traveling, you know, just w- going along the journey. I'm like, yo, where's my rags, man? I haven't seen I haven't seen the rags in a while. And you just released a, a, another one. It's like, okay, yeah. I got my fix.
1: You know, so when I- everything started happening with you know Black Lives Matter, it was really important for me as a very white Jewish lesbian um, mm-hmm. to um, amplify the voices the and the community of the black voices that needed to be heard. So even though. You know, some of my rants are about Black Lives Matter and these idiots that feel the need to say all lives matter right after. Mm -hmm. That's what some of the rants are. I just felt like I had gotten overwhelmed. I was out protesting and, you know, with my mask. Two of them actually had my mask and face covering. (laughs) Um, But it was important to me. You know, some things are mm-hmm. worth the risk and, and, and you've got to do what we need to for social justice. But I just, I needed to put my oxygen mask on. I took a couple weeks and now I'm back and I'll have a new one up tomorrow. They drop every Thursday. Um, first on my Facebook. So if you're listening to this, my Facebook is just DG Comedy. You can find me DG Comedy. Uh, and then on will go up on Instagram, which is also the same link. Just, I tried to make it easy for everyone. It's for just, everyone to at, follow. yep, at DG Comedy. So you have been doing comedy now seventeen years. Seventeen years. I started off in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was one of those things that I think this was always what I was supposed to be doing. But you know, I got my degree in physical education because I'm a lesbian and it's the law in New Mexico. Um, I don't, so I, <laughs> I have a degree in physical education. Um, so you have to yeah.
0: be. So if you're a lesbian, you have to have your degree in physical. Is that is that what the guys call yeah, Oh okay. Pretty sure.
1: Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Uh, And like all goalies most goalie like most soccer goalies also lesbian like just look at the numbers people just look at the numbers numbers? Yeah, except Holt solo, but I bet she probably tinkled around in the girl pool Um, Mm. Yeah, so 17 years I started and uh, since then You know everything's just sort of taken off. It's been a crazy ride. I'm 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 missing it terribly right now with COVID Mm -hmm. I've been grounded since March and have not traveled and have not been on a live stage. And I miss it, Derek. I miss the interaction with the audience. Mm -hmm. I miss the energy. I miss making people laugh and changing people's lives even for that 45 minutes to an hour that they're watching. And so they can just find some humor in this insanity. So it's been a challenging four months for a lot of Mm -hmm. artists and comedians. And we're trying to do it over Zoom and Facebook. and I was going to ask you
0: if you you had Done any sets on Zoom or 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 Facebook Live?
1: I have. I did a couple Facebook lives. Um, They're just so weird because, like, there's. I mean, it's even almost more awkward than Zoom because you can't see anyone. All you Mm -hmm. can see are people putting up emoticons of like laughter or thumbs up or they Mm -hmm. didn't like that one or whatever. (laughs) Um, so I'm literally talking to myself in my living room for an hour, thinking if I was any other per- like if I did this on the street, people would think I'm crazy. But somehow it's okay that I'm doing this on social media, where people uh-huh. are giving me emojis. Uh, Zoom is a little bit easier because you can see people's faces and responses. But unfortunately, if they're unmuted, people are still going about their lives. They're like talking to their partners. They're making dinner. The dogs barking and running through. There's traffic in the background, and it's oh just my like. God. And then, so if you have to have everyone mute their computers, you still don't get any feedback. And a lot of what comics do is getting that immediate verbal feedback of laughter yeah. and applause.
0: Yeah, that delay is not going to work. Or just the yeah. silence, it's like you're just performing in your car, I guess.
1: Like in front of an oil painting. I'm like, what am I doing? Mm-mm.
0: So who do you test out your material on before you actually um, go, go how, how do you, you know, get out there? You just do it on your mom and your family? or?
1: That's a good question uh, sometimes i'll run it by people i'm one of the com- I'm, I'm a comic that I sort of just take the risk. I think um, a lot of us artists know that when we hit something when we got it right, mm-hmm. uh, we just do that. so a lot of my process is very public if that makes sense. you know i'm trying out things on stage for the first time, sometimes I know they're going to work because I just have a gut feeling, and other times we're like, "Well, we'll see how it goes uh, and it's interesting because I can tell the same joke in front of different audiences and get. Completely different reactions. Different. <laughs> and so I just have to realize that it may not be the joke. It may just be the audience and be able to feel out what they need and what they want for that night and kind of adjust to it.
0: Mm-mm. So you are one of the, the you, there's always these top five rankings, you know, top five, you know, female rappers or top five male rappers. So yeah. this, I, I I posted that recently, but I, I don't know the listing for top five lesbian <laughs> comedians. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. I'm like, so who are the other four? But do we care who the other four are? Not we, I care, because... I wanted to be able to say, you know, that there are five other people on this list. But, you
1: it's... know, this is the thing. This is, list was fun. It was 10 years ago, first of all. Um, but I still hope I would be up there in the top five. Um, I think that most people would know that 10 years ago, that one of the top lesbian comics in the country was Ellen DeGeneres. So Ellen mm-hmm. was number one. One of my colleagues, Suzanne Westenhofer, was number two. And then there was a comedian named Bridget McManus. And I believe Rosie was also in that top five. So I was in, com- I was in good, company well, good company with Ellen yeah, Ellen DeGeneres and Rosie O'Donnell. I'll take it. Wow,
0: that is that is amazing, yo. Yeah, I, I sent it to my um. I also sent the link to to my friend Nancy. Nancy's um, Nancy's uh, wife. She has she has like a, a low cut. Nancy's not gay. I was uh, watching her um her cat one time. I said, Nancy, you gotta tell your neighbors. <laughs> that there's going to be a Black man coming by to feed <laughs> the cat. I don't want anybody. And this is, this is just me just talking. Nothing, nothing, you know, crazy was going on. Nancy's the one who got my, uh, you know, I was told I was interested in, in moving closer to, uh, to where I was working at the time, yeah. which is in, in, you know, I live out in Wally World, Connecticut. So Nancy helped me find an apartment. Nancy is, she, has, she had a pickup truck at this time.
1: So, Are we sure Hey, okay. she's got no, cash in a pickup truck and a short haircut. She has a son and a daughter. That, lesbians have kids, Derek. She <laughs> had these kids. She's not a five-star
0: lesbian, which I discovered is a thing. Go, I go, didn't, gold, gold star, star yeah. five-star generals, gold star lesbian. I'm sorry. I don't have the lingo. <laughs> uh, I should have rehearsed this. It's not a set I'm doing. But she, she said, yo, she, she let me use her pickup truck to move. So I thought she, when
1: I first met, her, I thought she was gay because she had the little buzz cut. But she's no. not. You have you met her husband, or you just know she's got two I, she's kids? She's divorced.
0: Yeah, she's yeah, she's not. Um, yeah, Eric, I'm telling
1: you right now. You just told me she's divorced. She's got two kids. She's got a buzz cut, a pickup truck, and cats.
0: I don't, I don't, um, I don't judge. Either way, <laughs> I'm just like, yo, Nancy's good people. I said Nancy. That's
1: right. Nancy, I get out here.
0: I get out here to Wallingford, and then she tells me, do you know that they used to, the, the Ku Klux Klan used to meet at the town hall? Oh, like, Jesus. You tell me this after the fact, <laughs> Nancy. Seriously. it's kind of good to know beforehand, but Nancy's, oh Nancy's, Nancy's good people. I like and that. so when I, when I think about um, the work that you do, it is it's so important just being able to mix the comedy with the political... Um, commentary and you do it with such brilliance it's 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 just like seamless
1: Derek thank you, know. you so much I think it's a fine line right now because I think I mean people are obviously overwhelmed by the news and sometimes they just need a break and I have a lot of comedians that are like you know I I, I, I don't do political comedy because no one wants to hear it and I'm like that's not it's not true if you do it right they mm-hmm. want to hear it funny is funny and I think there is a way of making this stuff palatable for a lot of people that are genuinely scared. Like yeah. there are so many marginalized communities right now that are in danger under this administration. And so honestly, if we don't laugh, we're going to cry or yeah. something worse within ourselves and, and no one needs that. So if I can reach one, two, five people and just make their day a little bit better and be mm-hmm. like, oh, thank you for saying what I've been thinking, then yeah. I guess I'm doing my job.
0: Yeah, 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 I think you're right. Funny is funny. I I, I was watching a, a TikTok of an officer and he said he was just called into work, you know, uh, to, you know, to, to, they were talking about defunding the police. Mm-hmm. And so they were asking for police protection. And I saw they, you know, defund the police and he's doing this TikTok in his car. He's obviously a cop. I wasn't offended by what he said. There's irony, you know. You, but no one is saying that we don't want police. We're just saying we just don't want to be killed by you indiscriminately.
1: Yeah, I, you know, as even as someone who's on the liberal side, I do worry about the um, the branding of this defund the police because it just it just gives the right so much ammunition. And I hate to say that, but you know, because it's not we're not we're defunding the police and we're taking some of the exorbitant amount of money that they get and putting it in places that it's more needed in, yeah. you know, inner cities, into the schools, into programs. And so it's, it's almost like demilitarizing the police. Like, that's what we need to really push. This isn't defunding. We're not getting rid of it. You yeah. know, and, and the reason people think on the right that they it's defunding, because when they say defund Planned Parenthood, they, mean, I mean. Abo- <laughs> they mean abolished. Yeah, they mean yeah. get rid of it completely. Yeah. And that's not the case. And I think most people know that, like, it's just re... You know, police, and and, and you know this, police in general were created in a racist society. Mm -hmm. The police were volunteers that were supposed to protect property. That's what the police were meant to do back in the day when the police department started was to protect property. Well, who owned property? White people. Yeah. Not black people. You know, so it was already set up in a racist society where it is a racist institution by nature. Mm-hmm. And so no one should be surprised that there are some very <laughs> racist cops still out on the street. And there are some very think? good cops. They are yeah. some very good cops and they are my friends and some of my family. And, and it's unfortunate that they've been grouped in during this, but to me, a good cop also means holding your colleagues accountable when they're not good cops. That's yeah. what a good cop does.
0: Yeah. That, that's, that's it. Cause I, I have some friends who are officers and I post things. I try to be balanced. It's like to reach out to him. You said, you know, I don't, um, you know, I don't hate cops, all cops. You know, it's just, it's just right. a thing. It's just, just the way it is. And I appreciate you. Hey, it's, it's a brother and sister. So it's like, you know, you're, you're talking about a family. He's retired now. So he's already served in, in within New York City public, you know, so it's not like NYPD went on a, a, a on a sort of like a, a terrorizing spree during uh, COVID um, but I think it's just important just, just to have some balance and conversation with with different people from whether it's on the right or the left. You just can't just stand on on, on opposing sides just screaming at each other because nobody, nobody's going to hear you.
1: But It's not going to change anything. Yeah, yeah, I just actually, I listened to a, a webinar with a reverend, and this was really interesting because he used to be a very, um, he's an evangelical, and he was explaining that in our country, Derek, there's three sort of wings of evangelicalism um and one of them is actual jesus teachings like love thy neighbor the poor the the you know the the homeless the everyone that needs it like the real jesus teachings Mm -hmm. and then there's this sect of evangelicals that's all about the publicity and all about the money and all about politics and he was saying how he started to go toward that direction. And he realized that with his conscience, his conscience mm-hmm. started fighting him. He's like, I don't believe this. And he, re- he recalculated and took a different course, which is amazing. But he said for 30 years, he caused a lot of damage. But it's wow. this idea that for people recognizing their sort of their parts in society and what they did, and that they can find that part of themselves that they really just don't believe it. It was interesting because he said he actually used to work with Mike Pence, and he told him once. He said, <laughs> "I hope." He said, "I hope you find your conscience because the country needs it now more than ever." He said that was the last thing he ever said to Mike. Wow. Yeah.
0: I, I just find it so hard to believe. I wonder what I, what their children and, and grandkids are going to say. You know, ten. 20 years from now it's like what were you guys thinking you know like were you y'all just sat by and just watched all this shit this just happened as if this was normal how'd this guy get here
1: I know, my concern is all the grandchildren right now are being homeschooled by day drinkers because of this COVID (laughs) problem. So who the hell knows how this generation's about to turn out? Oh my Um, God. Yeah, I do, I do. It's so important to think that way. But you know what, Derek, I don't know if these people are gonna think outside of themselves about what their grandchildren think of them. And Mm. you know, if the grandchildren said, what did you do during the protest? What did you do during the Black Lives Movement? What did you do? Yeah. I don't know if they even care that they could you know nothing I was silent they might just be fine with it
0: yeah I just thought it was odd well you know grandma well she you know she'll take one for the team you know I think that's what they're saying I'm like I don't I don't have you spoken to any grandparents like I I don't want to go I'm not ready to go I don't think anybody wants to die like, yeah, I'll take one for you for what cause am I dying for now? Mm-hmm.
1: When they made that argument in Texas that they would take one <laughs> your grandparents would happily die so that you can your stocks in Tesla can go up. Go fuck yeah. yourself. Like, come on, there is no old person in Texas being like, I had a good run, so I'm gonna go ahead and run out with a mask. Yeah. And- Whoever I want, hoping it goes well for my grandchildren.
0: Yeah, I'm Most good.
1: <laughs> people in this country aren't even invested in the stock market because they can't afford to. Because our, our our wealth inequality is so massive in this country, mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. So, Dana, where would people find the CD and find out what you're doing next? And
1: well, I would love to say that my website is up to date, but since everything with COVID has been kind of screwy, I still need to do that. But um. You can go to my website, it's danagoldberg.com, but I'm Mm -hmm. most active on the socials, and like I said, on every platform, Twitter, which I'm very active on, uh, Instagram, and Facebook, it's all at the symbol, at DG, my initials, DG Comedy, and I would love if people followed me and uh, said hi, and that's all I can do during this time. Right now, I don't have any live shows uh, set up, one, because I don't feel comfortable going performing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but next time I have a Facebook Live or a, a Zoom show, I'm thinking about doing a Zoom tour. So we'll see if I can get that together and I'll get that posted up on my website.
0: Well, thank you so very much. I certainly appreciate you spending time with me. Yes. Enjoy it's a the pleasure. rest of your day.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Derek. So nice to meet you, honey. I'll be back anytime.
0: Same here. Thank you. Bye bye. Oh man. Ah, I really enjoyed the episode. Thank you. Thank you so much. Dana Goldberg for being on the show. It was a pleasure and honor. What a treat. Oh, Ruth Jensen. I certainly appreciate you passing along the good, good stuff. You always come through next up on our show. We're going to have Sika Henry. Sika Henry is on a quest to become the first black female professional triathlete she is recovering, fully recovered now, man, she took a, a horrible spill, we get into it, we get into it, and if you haven't already done so, please head over to Apple Podcasts and write a review, rate us on iTunes, let us know how we're doing, that's it, it is a wrap, enjoy your day, we out.